0: Listener-supported, WNYC Studios. From
1: WNYC, this is Money Talking. I'm Charlie Herman. If Donald Trump's presidency has filled many with a sense of uncertainty, you're not seeing that on Wall Street.
0: And the stock market rally continues like a locomotive with the Dow Jones Industrials crossing 21,000. All the turmoil that you've been talking about in Washington not bothering Wall Street one bit. The Dow, Nasdaq, S&P 500 all soaring to record levels. Stocks are near historic highs. Consider that. Consumer confidence is way high. Investing sentiment is very bullish right now. Nasdaq also ringing in new record highs. Stocks so- Across the board, fueled by mounting evidence the economy is taking off.
1: Well, someone is having a good day. In fact, a good eight years. But what are the record highs in the recent rally really based on? There's some worries that it's actually a bubble, and if and when that were to bust, what would that mean? With me are Ben White with Politico and Rana Fruhar at the Financial Times. And Ben, what do you account for this rise, especially in the past couple of months?
0: Well, I would put two words on it, and that's Donald Trump. Uh, this is clearly a Trump rally. It's a rally based largely on the idea that Washington is going to come through with giant tax cuts for corporations, infrastructure spending, all of this stimulus uh, coming down the pipeline. So essentially, companies are going to be more profitable because they're going to be taxed less. So that means stock prices go up. Uh, the question I have is whether this is based on reality or whether it's a bit of a fantasy. Uh, The administration says they can get a huge tax cut done by August. That's a big leap. There's a lot to do between now and then. I personally think this rally has gotten a little ahead of itself.
1: Do they know something that we don't know the average investor or is this just a little bit of magical thinking?
0: I think it's a little bit of magical thinking and it's based in the idea that Republicans have complete control of Washington now for the first time in a long time. That means they should be able to deliver on deregulation, on tax cuts and on some infrastructure spending. All bullish for stock. Stocks, all stimulative for the market. But it's not, you don't just snap your fingers and get that stuff done. As we see in the healthcare debate going on right now, there's tons of disagreement between Republicans on how you get these things done.
1: Okay, so Ronna, maybe it doesn't get done in the first 100 days of the presidency. Maybe it takes a year or two. I mean, is the market right that these things are going forward and don't worry about the time frame?
2: Well, I would step back a little bit and say that, yeah, we've seen a Trump rally, but let's think about where the markets were even a year or two before this. They have been, I think, disconnected for some time from Main Street fundamentals. A lot of investors have been saying for the last two three years they're expecting a correction of some kind um, because earnings are really tapped out. And there's nothing that's really changed in the Main Street economic story. What I would say is I think that the markets are waiting not just for tax cuts, but tax repatriation. You know, this idea that companies may be able to get a kind of a one-time chance to bring all that offshore cash they've been hoarding the and profits overseas. profits they've made overseas. Well, no, yes, yeah, and profits they've made wherever, but they're putting in banks in Netherlands or Ireland or, you know, cheap tax havens, bring that back. That's something Trump and many Republicans would like to see. But what happens after that? Let's say best case scenario for corporations anyway, you get that in 18 months, you get a lot of buybacks, which means that stock prices will go up by proxy. What then? If you don't see this sort of real Main Street recovery, the infrastructure projects, changes in health care that actually pay real um, dividends on Main Street, then I think that you're going to see markets being like, whoops, and really correcting. And I would also say one final which is I am shocked that Donald Trump and the Republicans are taking on health care as the first big thing. This smells so much to me like what Obama did, taking on health care before doing anything else. Go for the low-hanging well, fruit. Well, not to mention that, but you Bill know? Clinton, too. their yeah. health care I mean, has been the Rubicon
0: for the last it's, three it's presidents. Their in their Dick. first. Like, uh, yeah, why
2: are you doing this? To go for the tax cuts, everybody wants them.
1: Well, OK, so you, you mentioned this disconnect between the Main Street and Wall Street. And I'm wondering, uh, next week, the Federal Reserve has pretty much told everybody it's going to increase interest rates. And next week, also, the government's going to hit the debt ceiling, the the maximum amount of money that they can borrow. Normally, that would send the stock market down. That would have people incredibly worried – and yet, the market keeps going up as if uh, none of it matters.
0: Yeah, on the Fed, I think there's still an assumption that it's going to be we're still at very low rates. You know, we're going up from close to zero to another quarter point. That this will be a slow, gradual period of rate hikes. Not guaranteed that that's the case. If we get a lot of stimulus out of Washington, a lot of tax cuts, a lot of new money flooding in the system, Fed might have to move more quickly to bump up rates. On the debt limit, I don't think anybody cares yet. Basically, because they do have until summer. The assumption is that these are all Republicans. They'll figure out a way to do it. And they're not to embarrass Donald Trump by failing to raise the debt limit during his first term in office.
2: You know, I would also say one more thing on the rates issue, which is that we should look not just at the reaction of the stock markets, but also of the bond markets. There is a lot of space between what the stock market is saying to us, which is, hey, everything's Everything's great. great. It's going to be terrific. And what the bond market is saying, and particularly some of the smarter bond investors that I know are saying, you know what? We're not expecting rates to go up too quickly or too much. They don't quite believe in the recovery yet. And a lot of people, frankly, think bond market investors are smarter.
1: So not every. investor is really jumping into this market. In fact, there's even reports that there are people who are kind of shorting the market or Absolutely. people who are taking out bets, even Carl Icahn, who is connected to the <laughs> Trump administration. You know, on the night of the election, he said that he went out and actually bought stocks yeah. as they were falling. Yeah. And now there are reports that he is actually shorting stocks or expecting there to be a fall. So, Well,
2: it's funny because Carl told me three years ago he thought that there, the market was a bubble and there was a correction coming, but that he also said nobody can say when. I think unless we see real economic growth post tax reform then you're going to see a correction
1: then i have this this friend i'm i'm just asking for this friend of mine he's not necessarily a big fan of donald trump <laughs> but he he is looking at these uh, this rise in the stock market and saying wow, maybe I should reconsider my point of view. I mean, my 401k is doing really well.
0: Yeah, I get this all the time. I write stories suggesting that maybe we've gotten ahead of ourselves, we're in a bubble, uh, and people accuse me of wanting the stock market to fall. I've got 401ks, I've got kids I want to put through college, so that's certainly not the case. The question just is, is it for real, is it sustainable long-term, or are we on a bit of a Trump sugar high here? Clearly, the market at this point likes him, doesn't really care about the noise coming out of Washington on the Russia investigations, all of the drama. I've really rarely seen seen a bigger disconnect between how Washington thinks the White House is doing. In this case, they think Trump is a mess. The the media in D.C. thinks he's a mess. Wall Street shrugs it off, says, forget about it. He can get this stuff done. We're getting our tax cuts. Everything is beautiful.
1: I mean, Rana, what would you say to the average investor who is looking at this and, and doesn't understand? And there are some economic indicators that show maybe the economy is doing okay.
2: The first thing I would say is that the conventional wisdom that what is good for the markets is good for Main Street is just wrong. It's been wrong for a long time. Don't look at the S and P and think that that's going to tell you what's going to happen in your paycheck, what's going to happen in terms of your job, your Main Street. That's simply not the case anymore. If you think about who the biggest companies are, you know, they're companies that are multinationals. They get over half their revenue from abroad. It's a global story. The, the and this is really the key point is that the fortunes of American companies have been become very disconnected from the fortunes of America as a whole, as a nation, and particularly of American consumers and workers. Those things are not the same.
1: Orana well, Rana Fruhar is the global business columnist at the Financial Times, and Ben White is chief economic correspondent for Politico. Thank you both for joining. Thank you. Thank you. And I'm Charlie Herman, and this is Money Talking from WNYC.